everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Elevate with CNM Coaching. My name is Maggie. Thank you so much for joining us here today. Today, we have a very special guest with us. We have Steve Levine. He is from Ignite Consulting Partners, and he is here to talk with us about Compliance Unleashed. Uh, it's going to be titled Navigating Turbulent Waters, and it is May 22nd through the 24th at the Embassy Suites at the DFW Airport North. I went last year. It was a great event, so much information packed into a couple of days, and it's really easy to get in and out of the airport, which of course is super important. You don't want to have to you know, rent a car and do all this extra travel, so it's really easy to get in and out. Steve, thank you so much for being here today. Maggie, thank you for having me. I am so happy to be here. So let's talk about the event. So it starts on the 22nd. Um, there's going to be like a welcome reception. You guys are doing a little bit of a kind of a welcome remarks, things like that. And then you're going to be talking about navigating turbulent waters. So tell everybody a little bit about what the event is about and kind of who you think should come to the event. So this is our fifth year uh, doing Compliance Unleashed. And, and every year we kind of take a different theme based on what we see going on in the industry. And, and this year we decided on navigating turbulent waters because I, I, it just speaks perfectly to where we are right now. Right. Uh, I've been practicing in, in this area for 30 years and, and I have never seen this much state and federal regulation, uh, the, the stringent state examinations, uh, a lot of litigation. So, so it's really talking to folks about, about how you're going to navigate those waters and, and come out successful on the other side. Uh, I think it's great for, for dealer owners, uh, certainly managers, uh, really anybody that is looked to to protect the business. There's going to be a ton of information uh, at this event. I, yeah. I like to say every other conference uh, is geared towards putting money in the dealer's pocket. Uh, this one is geared towards keeping the money in your pocket. Yeah, that's exactly right. I even uh, saw last year, some of the dealers sent their own attorneys to the event as well. And I thought that was really smart too, because a lot of these, you know, uh, dealerships do have their own kind of like attorney in the office, somebody who works in there and helps draws up paperwork and things like that. And then of course, a compliance officer. And I know I had Richard on the podcast a couple of weeks ago, or maybe it was even a month ago. Time goes by so fast. So who knows how long ago it was, but he was talking about how every dealer needs to kind of designate someone now with the new regulations to be in charge of this stuff. So I would absolutely say that person should come in your compliance managers. I know that there is a giant group of compliance managers that are all women that go and they were gracious enough to invite me into their circle last year. <laughs> and uh, it was really fun. And I thought it was such a great event packed full of so much information. So what is the, you know, most, um, I don't want to say most important, but what are you most looking forward to hearing about from your different panels and speakers that you guys have coming? No, gosh, there's so much, but if I had to pick one class that I'm super psyched about, it's about where operations and compliance collide. And mm -hmm. we're having uh, Bill Elizondo and Dave Brotherton from NIADA, uh, the 20 group moderators, along with Frank Carmichael from uh, NCM. Yes. And just three stellar folks that, that have so much knowledge and we're actually doing a, a, an hour with them just going back and forth talking about the, the different places where, where dealers trip up when it comes to operations and, and end up getting in trouble and then we're going to do another 30 minutes with that group just taking audience questions yeah i uh, see that so I, I think that's an all-star 
Tuesday the 23rd and it's from 2 30 to 3 30 then there's a short break and then from 4 to 4 30 it is like part two and what a great panel like all different backgrounds from these guys you know and so much knowledge from the three of them I think that's going to be really amazing of course they're speaking yeah. right after me because <laughs> I'm at 1 30 so at least I don't have to follow in their footsteps they can follow in mine <laughs> Well, yeah, that would be a hard act to follow. But but then again, you're a hard act to follow because uh, last year you stole the show. Uh, you, you did such a fantastic job. I mean, I, I've, I've heard people all throughout the year. Uh, make sure you have Maggie come back. Well, that was thank you very much. I appreciate that. It was a lot of fun. And I know the crowd thoroughly enjoyed those collections calls that we played, especially the one where it was just beeping nonstop because the <laughs> There was an argument between the collector and, of course, the customer. Anything else you're really excited about? I'm, I'm also super excited about our uh, compliance panel because we, we do it differently than anybody else. Uh, mm -hmm. Usually you, you go to a conference and, and the folks in the compliance panel are like the rock stars from the biggest companies. Mm -hmm. And that's really not relatable to, to our audience. You know, our, our audience can't relate to, to multi-billion dollar companies that, that are dealing with, you know, corporate governance issues. That, that's not who we are. Right. Uh, so we, we choose our panel. It, it's folks that really have something to, to say about how you weave compliance into your dealership. Mm -hmm. uh, so, so this year we're, we're having uh, an, an owner who, you know, came to us with basically no background in, in compliance and, and, you know, help protect me what was his request and, and he's going to talk about you know what his journey's been like and, and then we're going to have a couple other folks that that uh did come with a little bit of compliance background but but you know not huge operations you know have the challenges of finding the right people and where do i find time to fit this into my uh business and so it's just it's a really fun conversation because the panelists are, are very frank about, you know, look, this is hard for me too. Uh, right. In fact, one of our highest rated speakers last year was, was one of the, the uh, compliance folks that everybody could really relate to because he said, you know, I, I face a lot of pressure because uh, ownership wants me focused on my, on my real job. And, and compliance is just kind of an afterthought. I'm always having to remind folks that, hey, this, this could really get us in trouble. We, we have to do things right. For sure. And I see here that you have a vehicle and identity scan protection which is like so on the rise i just saw in the facebook group uh the other day i don't know if you saw this one where somebody was like hey have you guys seen an uptick in fake pay stubs so like you know there there's so much scam going on out there i mean we even hear it unfortunately sometimes in collections calls it's really strange that someone would try to call up and get loan information on someone else's vehicle, but it actually happens all the time. Um, or even like disgruntled like partners or something like that, or they're going through a divorce and they're trying to snatch the address. It's just, you have to really be on the lookout for it. So that one seems like it's going to be really excellent as well. So yeah, you know, people have said to me, why are you going to have fraud uh, class at a compliance conference? And I'm like, man, that they are so interwoven Oh, for sure. Uh, that there is so much that goes on. And uh, I attended uh, this speaker's session at a show last year. It's Sergeant Darren Schlosser of the Houston uh, Auto Theft Division. Mm -hmm. He's going to be putting this on. I was blown away by his 
uh, presentation. I actually went up to him afterwards, told him who I was, told him that, that we put on a conference and buy here, pay here, and, and he was gracious enough uh, to, to agree to speak. Uh, I, you know, especially for folks around the country uh, that, that don't have law enforcement resources to, to go to on things like this, this is an eye opener. I mean, that there are some incredibly creative schemes out there. And right. he does a great job of, of exposing folks to it and, and basically explaining to them that the steps that, that you need to take, that the process that you need to build into your dealership to protect yourself. Well, I think it's very informative. I think it's really smart of you to do that because I also don't think, I mean, it is something that I'm sure some dealers think about kind of in the back of their minds, but they don't necessarily pay attention to it. Also, like the, the this I just, I'm scrolling through the agenda as we speak. Uh, you're going to take a look at websites in real time and take volunteers from the crowd. That is also something that people don't really pay a ton of attention to. Do you know how many times I've seen a dealer build their website and forget all about it? <laughs> oh, it's, 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 it's amazing. I mean, usually the first thing we do when, when we start with, with a new client is a document review and a website review. Uh -huh. and, and oftentimes we're the first folks uh, outside of the couple of people at the dealership, or, or maybe they use the outside company to build it, we're the first folks ever looking at this stuff and asking questions. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and we have a lot of fun in this session because, you know, quite frankly, I, I find a lot of, of advertising law presentations to be boring, and, and yeah. we don't want it to be boring, so we just throw it out there like, okay, so who wants to give us a website? Let's put it up on, on, on the, the, the big uh, screen and, and let's talk about it. And that was one of the most popular classes last year. And pe people actually thought that we had rehearsed it beforehand, but no, it was completely <laughs> uh, off the cuff. Yeah, I think that's fun. I actually enjoy doing that myself to dealers. Like, hey, let's call your store right now and see how your salespeople handle the phone call. And it's it, they hate it usually, but it, it's it's a it's a great learning opportunity. And I think that's a great way for people to learn. I would also say too, like sometimes. They don't pay attention to their websites. They have old phone numbers on there or an old address mm -hmm. um, or links, or links don't, that don't work. Jinx, <laughs> <Yep. laughs> right? You know, so I think that's that's really excellent. Also, too, navigating complaints. So this is something that I think is so important, like de-escalation techniques, how you handle them. I also saw, a, you know, a post in the group. This was maybe about a month ago, so I'm not sure if you saw this one, but the person had left like a pretty bad review of the dealership. But of course, it wasn't a truthful review. It wasn't the whole big picture. And I often see them have a tendency to want to defend themselves and in doing so kind of lose a little bit of their you know, reputation in the process, right? Because they get kind of caught up in the fact that they're trying to defend themselves as we all would. But I think that this is something that's super important because it is also something that is heavily related to compliance as well. So I, I always tell folks, you're never going to convince the person complaining that you're right. Yeah. Uh, your audience is really everybody else that's looking at that exchange and, and they're making judgments about you. Do I want to do business with the person? How, how are they responding? And, and yeah, the first impulse is, is to be defensive and, and attack back. And, yep. and very often that just makes things worse. And then mm -hmm. so you really have to keep an eye on how do I want the public in general to see me? You know, what, what message do I want to give? And that's why a lot of times that the best answer is, uh, we, we've reviewed this. We're, we're not going to have this uh, dialogue in, in a public setting. We welcome you to call us. We, we care about our customers. 
Yeah. And, and, you know, with that message, you're saying all the right things uh, that you care about customers. Uh, you you want to continue the conversation. And, and I think people respect that. Absolutely. And that's really great advice because we see it all the time. And I mean, I don't know about you, but the first thing I do when I decide if I'm going to go somewhere is I look at the reviews, especially, you know, restaurants, dealerships, anything I'm going to make a big purchase from. Yeah. I want to know exactly what I'm doing. And I know that there are often times where untruthful reviews are definitely left, especially in this business, because, you know, somebody to say something like, well, they came and got my car. But what the public doesn't know is that that person was 50 days behind on their car payment. It wasn't returning phone calls. You know, the dealers left. With right. No and, and if you say that, if you say that, then you dig a bigger hole for yourself because then you're <laughs> uh, giving away account level information. So right. you have to be really careful. And you're telling everybody that they could come buy a car for you and not pay for it for 50 days. And <laughs> you yeah, yeah. There, there, there you go. <laughs> Twofold. And, and it's funny because I'm old enough to, to where I remember when, when you would get disgruntled customers and they would come pick it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you, you don't see that anymore because social media is so much more powerful than that. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I spoke to a, I spoke to a, a guy uh, recently that uh, had, had had a couple of exchanges and, and they wound up on Facebook and it's like I had like 30,000 views. Wow. Yeah, scary stuff. Yeah. All, all around the world, people are seeing this and commenting on it. That's crazy. You, you really, you, the bottom line is you need to train your people about these things. You, you need to, to give them the, the, the understanding of, of the world that they're living in. Uh, and, and that's probably the, the biggest challenge we see when it comes to complaint management is folks either haven't been trained or, or if they were trained, it was kind of like a, a five-minute, uh, let me walk you through the process, but not really teaching them, okay, this is the environment and here's the risk. Right. I do think that there's a lot of people that don't realize that too. Like, you know, part of what we do when we mystery shop is we do look at their Facebook pages and different things like that. And it always kind of surprises me how many dealers let staff have their own personal Facebook page, but working for the dealer. And so they will operate out of that Facebook page, but you have no control over what they're sending. It's just like using a personal text, personal phone to text. Like you have no control over what that person does with that customer's phone number if they're using their personal cell phone. So all of it should be done through a CRM, but they don't think about that stuff sometimes. And I guess it is kind of mind boggling to me because given the turnover in this industry, why would you let someone use their personal cell phone to mm-hmm. contact your customers? And, and, and I'll, I'll challenge you when you say that they don't think about it. Because a lot of times in my experience, they think about it, but, but, but it's much easier to just let their folks do whatever they want to do mm-hmm. rather than run it through the CRM. Exactly. Because uh, that slows things down. It adds another step. And, and you know, so, so I, I tell everybody, if you're allowing your folks to, to get out there on social media on, on your behalf, you, you better have a policy. You better tell them what they can and can't do. Yes. Uh, ha- have your personnel sign it. Uh, I've actually had, had regulators uh, that go into a dealership and, and hold them responsible for stuff that an employee posted. And, and you know, they, our argument was we didn't have any control over it. And, and the regulators like, well, there's your sign in the picture. There's your car. Uh, and you didn't tell them you couldn't do it. So we're going to say it's yours. I mean, and, and that's why I tell everybody ha- have a policy that says here's exactly what you can do. Anything else is off limits. And, and it's you individually. 
yeah, I mean, I don't feel like you can argue with that. I mean, you're you're right. I mean, if they're going to use your logo and they're going to post on your behalf, you have to be responsible for the material that they're posting. So, and and, and you do. And 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 look, this is an incestuous industry, and and people mm-hmm. hop around a lot. And uh, you know, a lot of times I get calls after the fact. You know, so and so just left, and and they had hundreds of our customers in their personal cell phone. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well. Did you bother to get any sort of non-solicitation, confidentiality in, in, in your employment agreements? You have to think of these up front, not after right. the fact. Yeah, because then it's too late in a lot of cases. So let's talk about collections calls. So you've got more than just one kind of session on this. Richard's going to be speaking about collections compliance best practices in the morning. And then that same afternoon, he and I are going to go and play some collections calls. So we're going to be talking about best practices. So it looks like he's going to be speaking with MCMC's Ray Lloyd as well. So are they going to be talking about tips during um, phone calls and like, you know, text messages and like what's appropriate and how appropriate it is to reach out and how often and things like that? Exactly. And, and one of the things we've had Ray speak before. Uh, and one of the things we love about Ray is, is he really challenges the status quo. And people make a lot of assumptions and, and Ray just blows them up. And it's like, well, why are you doing it this way? You know, because you've always done it that way. I don't care. Uh, think about doing it this way instead. Uh, you know, the, the feedback we've always gotten on Ray is like, wow, you know, he, he really made me reconsider things I've been doing for years. And he was right. Yeah. Exactly. So we're, we're excited to have him back. I mean, he's just, for, for, if you haven't seen him speak, he is just, he tells it like it is. He's blunt and, and he's so smart. He's been doing this a long time, passing on a lot of wisdom. Yeah, I think that's great. That's a great topic because, you know, it is a question that we get asked a lot. And I always try to refer people, you know, over to Ignite because I am not a compliance lawyer. That is not my specialty. We specialize in more so quality assurance and call monitoring and making sure that, you know, we do teach them customer psychology and we do teach them de-escalation techniques, but we are not about, hey, you can discuss this versus you can discuss that. Of course, we know the rules, but it's not my responsibility to teach them those those rules. They need their own compliance officer to help them with those things. And that's something that Richard and I are going to talk about. So I'm going to bring some calls. And I, yes, I have a surprise call that Richard has not heard um, that is going to probably make some people in the audience nauseous. Um, it is, I played the call for my team and it was nonstop messages. The whole team was just freaking out when they heard this phone call because no one had really heard anything like it before. So it's going to be great. But I also think, too, that it's important for dealers and, you know, collections managers and other people who are operating the store to hear what it sounds like in other stores. And one of the things that I have found is that a lot of stores aren't recording their phone calls. And if you're not recording your phone calls, you don't know what they're saying. And yeah, of course, you want to be compliant with your recordings and you want to make sure they're deleted after a certain period of time and make sure the information is protected. And if you're working with a vendor like myself, that we're protecting your information, which, of course, we do. But it's super important to hear these phone calls because you're going to hear all the stuff that gets missed, all the stuff that gets said, the the inappropriate things that collectors happen to say uh, on the phone. And sometimes they do go a little bit above and beyond when they're trying to report bills and they give away a little too much personal information. But also hearing them, you know, talk about other customers and all these different things that are violating different rules or giving off payoff amounts or discussing interest rates with a customer when they haven't verified the account. 
that's all stuff that we hear. So I'm really excited about that one. I love when you play those calls because, you know, in fact, I actually thought about it this year, uh, having a camera in the audience, just taking uh, video of the faces <laughs> of, of folks as you're playing this stuff. Because, Smart. I mean, it's a head scratcher a lot of times. Yeah. And, and, and I think that a lot of uh, the folks that, that, that listen to you kind of think to themselves, okay, well, when was the last time that I listened to calls in my place? But a lot of times it's been a while. A while. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. long, so in I, fact, I think, that sometimes I, the calls thought, aren't even recording anymore. <laughs> that, that, that's right. That's right. And, and I think I think your class is super fun, but it is also so informative and, and it makes people think. I know. I, I agree. And I absolutely love speaking. And I feel um, so grateful that you asked me to come back because it is a topic, of course, that is near and dear to my heart. And, you know, I know a lot of these owners, you know, personally, and it kind of kills me a little bit when you go into their tracking and you hear a phone call like this where they're belligerent to a customer unnecessarily, um, or they do something that you know they shouldn't be doing. And then you think about the owner and you think, oh, man, they're going to get this guy into so much trouble. You know, there's an, an owner um, that I absolutely adore, and she had a situation where someone in her office it was, a, it was an employee that was kind of on the rocks anyways, where that employee gave two different prices, a cash price and a finance price. And, yeah. you know, the, the customer yeah. was initially going to pay cash. And so she gave her a deal. And then when the customer was like, no, I'd rather finance, then she raised the price. Ultimately, it was a good thing because it ended up giving that, you know, dealer a reason to fire the, the person. Wow. But that type of stuff happens all the time. And I don't think people realize the negligence involved in that type of thing. And what kind of well, danger they're putting yeah. themselves in. That, that, that's exactly right. And, and, you know, a lot of times it's not even the employee's fault because they haven't been taught the rules. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I, was, I was on a call just this morning with a client mm-hmm. and uh, I, I was asking them, they, they use our online training platform. And I was yeah. asking them how they incorporate that into new hire training. And they're like, well, yeah, you know, we, we usually have folks do it in the first 90 days. And I'm like, well, wait a second. Oh. There's about 10 classes that you need to be having them teach uh, and, and, and get on the computer and take those classes before they ever get on the phone with the customer, before they ever deal face-to-face with somebody. Mm-hmm. For sure. Just too much risk out there. I feel the same way about phone training. You know, sometimes they'll be like, well, let's get them about a month in and then we'll do their phone training. And I'm like, you know how many bad habits they just developed in those 30 days, you know? uh yeah we should be and, training. and, and you've, you've been doing this you've been you've been doing this a while so, so i think you're gonna agree with yeah. the statement yeah yeah i think this people is take be... their bad habits with them I know. you know <laughs> you, you you jump from one place to the next and they, they forget all the good habits they take the bad habits with them they do and they always want to change everything and oh i've got a fresh perspective but you know in our case like and, and this is true with you except it's a little bit different with you guys the law is the law and in my case psychology is psychology it doesn't matter what city right. you are in your brain doesn't change how it functions and the way that you, you know, believe in things. I did a podcast a couple of weeks ago on voice inflection and I got kind of scientific about the psychology behind, you know, when you're an infant, you're learning how to gauge emotion based on voice inflection. You know, when you're two weeks old, you're hearing it and you're knowing the difference between a happy person and an angry person. And you can tell and babies react to that. And it's the same kind of concept here. You know, when it comes to the law, the law is the law. Of course, they vary by state. 
but there's still federal law that we all have to worry about. And you have several different topics. I know that one thing that people always say is that compliance is boring, but what everyone said to me last year when I was there is compliance is boring, but they make it fun. And I don't feel like I'm learning compliance because I'm actually having fun while I'm learning it. So I don't know. How do you guys manage to pull that off? Is that Richard? (laughs) (laughs) He he would tell you it is. No, you know what I think a lot of it is? Years of going to shows and seeing what doesn't work. Right. And, and, you know, we kind of said, if we're ever going to do a show, we we have to make it different than that. So, Mm -hmm. So our stuff is not written you know, by lawyers for lawyers. Uh, we we know these are the folks doing the work. Yep. Uh, we know what they need to know, and and we want to communicate it in, in such a way that number one, they're going to stay awake. Yeah, you I know, know right? Worse, you walk into the legal <laughs> presentation and it's like, God, God uh-huh. keep my eyes open. And and you know, you know, then okay, now now I'm back at my dealership. Uh, what did I learn, and how am I going to put it into effect? I mean, there, there's nothing right. worse than than you go to a conference, you take time away. And, and, and you get back and it's like nothing to show for it. If, if we're asking you to take time away, uh, we're darn sure we're going to make sure that, that when you get back, you've got a ton to implement. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. you know, that, that's, that's what it's all about. And, you know, plus you, you said we have the opening night reception. We, we've got a big party the second night at the Dallas Cowboys Golf Club. We know how to have fun too. And, yep. and one of the reasons we started doing this conference is – Folks that, that, that are working on protecting the business, doing compliance, a lot of times they feel isolated. They don't know anybody else right. that does what they do. So yes. now we get to put them all together. And over the years, people have made friends, built relationships, built their own personal network uh, to where they don't just have to call at night. They, they could call other people. It's like, you know, I'm seeing this at, at my place. What have you done with something similar? Mm-hmm. And I, and I think I that, that's very say- rewarding for us. I heard that a lot last year, it, you know, from a lot of people, they were like, I don't get to get out of the office much. And it's, it is very rare that you have that many like collections managers in one place that can bounce ideas off of each other or just vent about different things that happen or get, you know, new information, but then they get to go back with all this great compliance information and apply that as well. I think you guys do a really good job of not making it boring because, you know, nobody wants to sit in a room and just look at a PowerPoint all day long and there's definitely energy there people have come to learn but they also come to have fun and those tacos last year at the cowboys club were unbelievable <laughs> they were so good everybody loves the food at that place oh. yeah that that food is outstanding it was good and the drinks were good too so that, and it was a good time nobody yeah. wanted to leave you were like hey guys time to go <laughs> Everybody wanted to stay and have fun. So um, let's briefly talk a little bit about uh, Buy Here, Pay Here United, which is coming up really soon. That's in about a month or so. So April 30th through May 2nd. And um, that's going to be in Las Vegas. Lots of speakers at this. Holy cow. I can't believe that you're not actually doing your own session on compliance, but I suppose you're doing one the month after. So why would you, you know, replicate it? But you are going to be moderating a panel, right? Yeah, I'm moderating a panel. It's all about the, those family dynamics and, and family businesses, husbands and wives working together, working with your kids, succession planning, how to do it right, what happens when it's not done right. Just all those dynamics. Uh, it's a great group of dealers. I've got three dealers on the panel, and hopefully I'm not going to have to say a darn thing because they're <laughs> all so knowledgeable that they're going to take care of it. But it's a great subject. 
Mm -hmm. It really is. And I think it's becoming more and more popular as well. And I think it's, you know, for me, I, I love the idea of it. You know, I think it would be amazing to have my kids interested in what I do. They simply are not, um, you know, but I right. think, you know, owning a dealership and learning really how to do that. I feel like there's so many people that think you can just go buy a store and you can figure it all out on your own. And it is so much more complicated than that. Oh, that, that's a very expensive lesson if, if you try to do it that way, you know? For sure. No, I, I, and, and I think that, that the panel that we've put together, I mean, they're going to tell it like it is. You know, husband and wife that has worked together for 30 years. Yeah. How did that work? How did you kill each other? I and, know. You know, uh, somebody that took their kids in the business and how, how you dealt with sibling rivalries and things like mm -hmm. that. I mean, there, there's just so much there. Yeah. Yeah. It's a really great agenda. I mean, there's a lot going on at this agenda. So many really good speakers. Um, it's just like packed a lot of really good panels. I, we were talking before I started recording about the in-house versus remote versus outsourcing collectors. I'm excited to see that one. I have my own opinion on it, which I have voiced a couple of times in my podcast, but I'm excited to see how that shakes down <laughs> for sure. So the, the neat thing about Buy, Buy Here, Pay Here United and, and, and how we set the agenda is we, we've got uh, the, the dealer advisory board and, and they come to us with ideas and, and this is what we want to learn. This is what we want to hear. Uh, so, and, and then it's our responsibility to find the best speakers uh, mm -hmm. to talk about that subject. So, so we've got several different tracks, uh, lots of classes going on simultaneously. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm telling folks, uh, don't just send one person, send a couple of people because you're really going to want folks uh, to, to learn at each of these tracks. It's at the Bellagio, fantastic room rate, uh, great event. It, it really is focused on, on dealer education. It's a no sell zone. You're not going to get pitches. You're not going to no. get chased down, down the corridor. It, it's all about uh, learning, you know, that the, the, the best practices that you could take back to your operations and make yourself better. For sure. And um, both of these events, I saw that the Buy Here, Pay Here United, uh, Brett posted the other day that they had record registration. So I'm anticipating there's going to be a ton of registrants. But if you guys want to register for the Compliance Unleashed event, you can go to complianceunleashed.com and you can register right there. Um, again, it's going to be May 22nd through the 24th and it's at the Embassy Suites at DFW Airport North. Uh, great hotel. We stayed there last year. Last year was my first year going, like I said before, and I had a great time and I learned so much. And it's great to see a lot of the people that you know and the speakers that you really want to hear. And then, of course, buy here, pay your United. That's actually coming up first. Um, that's going to be in April. So April 30th through May 2nd. And like Steve said, that's at the Bellagio. Anything else that you want to talk about, Steve, before we wrap up? I just want to encourage folks uh, that there are so many great opportunities out there to, to, to show up from yourself and get better at what you do. Uh, you know, come check out these events. Uh, I think you'll come away really impressed and, and glad you did. We all know how hard it is to get away from the office. We, we yeah. know, all know how valuable time is. So, you know, we're building something that makes it worth your while to do just that. 
Yes, absolutely. Yeah, you guys, if you're on the fence about it, definitely go. If you have never sent your collections manager to an event, send them to this one. I tell people all the time they need to come send your people. It's a great opportunity for them to learn and also network with other people in their industry. And that's important because, you know, a lot of times collections managers feel like they're out on a little bit of a log on their own on an island. And we don't want that. We want them to feel like they have support and they will definitely get it from here. You guys have a countdown on your website. So Steve, I will see you in 54 days, 10 hours, 58 minutes, and 10 seconds. <laughs> Maggie, that, thank you so much. And, and, and I don't know what the dates are for 2024, but consider yourself invited back because we love having you. Thank you so much. I'm really excited to come and I can't wait to start building my presentation with Richard and find all the good calls. I'm going to have to keep that secret call off of there though until the day before and then. I love it. <laughs> so you, thank you so much again, Steve, for joining us. Um, Steve, how do people get in touch with you if they have compliance questions or if they're interested in, you know, talking to you more about becoming a client of yours? You could always go to ignitecp.com or, or email me at info at ignite cp.com and be glad to, to talk with you. Uh, Maggie, thank you so much for, for having me. Uh, this has been such a pleasure. Thank you so much, Steve. And I will actually see you prior to that because I will see you in April in Las Vegas. I can't wait. I can't wait for your presentation. Thanks so much, Steve. Thank you again to Steve from Ignite Consulting Partners for joining us here. If you don't know who Steve is or you have never um, really thought about doing anything compliance related, give them a call. There is no pressure at all. I swear you will get answers to questions. You will figure out if it's something that you need to have in your business. They're not going to push you to sign up with them just because they will help you honestly. And I think... We all need that now. And if you're, you know, looking for a vendor referral, you know, this is one that I would definitely stand behind. I, I stand behind them and they do good work and they've helped a lot of people. They've helped me. They help protect dealers. And, you know, your business is an investment and it's important that you protect it in every way possible. That's why you have insurance and you can think of, you know, hiring somebody like Ignite as insurance for your business in a way because they will help you protect you from yourself <laughs> in some situations. So, if you haven't registered for the event, please make sure that you do. You can go to complianceunleashed.com and get yourself registered. I encourage you to send your collections managers or maybe a collections manager and a team leader. The cost is $5.49 per person per ticket and it's worth every penny. And I really, like I said, please send your collections managers. I can't stress enough how important it is. If you're an owner and you feel like I just can't get away, you don't have to come. Send them. I promise they will come home with incredible knowledge and they will learn things. And you can ask, you know, any collections manager that's been in the past and they come back every year. That is how I managed to get invited into a circle of collections managers because they all had come year after year after year and they knew each other um, and it was really great to sit with them and talk with them and hear their feedback about the event and I really just can't say enough about it. Please send your collections managers. Please, 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 please. And also, you know, sales managers are really good. General managers, kind of management is it's a great place to send them. And like I said before, if you can't come yourself, if you're an owner and you're like, I can't get away, send them. Let them go. 
it's the one event that is not overwhelming to attend. And one of the things that I like about it is that they don't have to choose between sessions. They're all kind of, um, you know, stacked one after the other with breaks in between. So they get to see everything. They don't have to ch pick and choose between different sessions. Oh, do I want to see this or do I want to see that? It's just one great big event in one great big room and one big happy family learning compliance together in a fun way. If you have any questions for Steve, you can reach him at um, Ignite CP, which stands for Consulting Partners. He's also on Facebook. You can find him there and you can find Ignite there as well. And then don't forget to register for Buy Here, Pay Here United. I am going to be speaking. I'm going to have like a little bit of a combo. I'm going to talk about sales calls and I'm going to talk about collections calls. So make sure that you don't miss that. Again, that is going to be April 30th through May 2nd at the Bellagio. And then again, um, the Ignite event, Compliance Unleashed, is May 22nd through May 24th, the Embassy Suites at DFW. So thank you guys so much for joining us here on this episode of Elevate with CNM Coaching. I know that I promised you that Ben Goodman was going to be here. I had a family emergency the day that I was supposed to interview Ben, and then he was traveling, and then I was traveling. So we're going to get back together on a good day and time, and I promise you that Ben will be here to talk a little bit about uh, sharing his wealth of knowledge with our listeners. So I'll see you all next time. Thanks so much for joining us. Have a great day. 